Michael Mund of Google, what is Google's Advanced Solutions Lab? So the Advanced Solutions Lab, it's an immersive training program that Google Cloud offers as a way of really accelerating a cloud customer's AI journey. So really our goal is to share and impart the best practices that Google has learned about building and productionizing machine learning models and provide that knowledge to customers so they can do it themselves. Welcome to Inference, an AI business podcast by Silo AI. I'm Ville Hulko, co-founder of Silo, the largest private AI lab in the Nordics that focuses on building human-centric AI for businesses. With me today is Michael Moon. Michael is a research software engineer at Google and has been one of the key driving forces behind Google's Advanced Solutions Lab in his time. With the passion on teaching and upscaling people, he's also a co-author of a book on machine learning design patterns and has a book on the way on explainable AI. Before moving to Google, Michael built an extensive career at academia, focusing his mathematical research on high-dimensional spaces. Michael, how does Advanced Solutions Lab work? Yeah, so the way it works is we bring customers on-site Uh, typically. I guess now with COVID, our delivery is more virtual. But but the Advanced Solutions itself, Lab itself is an immersive training program. So we bring customers on site and they're with us, sort of like embedded in the Google culture. And our goal is to teach teach customers like how to do machine learning, how to do machine learning with Google Cloud, and really just understand like how Google does ML. Like how, how does Google do ML? And so the way we actually do that and the way that's actually delivered is customers will come to us and we, we have them for about four to five weeks. Um, but the way it works is, is we have a few weeks of curriculum where we assume like very little knowledge of machine learning. Like oftentimes people come to us and they, they know, already know some machine learning and that's great. But really we assume no knowledge of machine learning. And we start at ground zero. Like we just, we, we start with like, what is machine learning? How does it work? What do you want to have in mind when you're building models? And we really go through that entire machine learning workflow. It's very hands-on learning, so so we'll teach a concept, and then we'll have the students like implement that in code in 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 their in their environment, so they can like really see how that actually works and fits together. And we're really teaching teaching participants how to build models. We're using you know we're doing all this in TensorFlow. We're using Google Cloud Platform. Um, we're really showing like how do you use Google Cloud Platform to its fullest, like all the bells and whistles, like how how do you end up building an ML solution using all the tools available to you through Google Cloud? There's typically three weeks of curriculum like that where we, we go through you know the, the, the entire like end-to-end solution. We work with like tabular data a lot. We have like a week of deep dive topics where we go really deep into computer vision models, into natural language understanding, into recommendation systems. We'll go into building sequence models, all the things you want to have in mind and things you should know when you're approaching that kind of data type or that kind of use case. Uh, and then it culminates in a week or two weeks of open projects, which you can think of as like a capstone project where we're there, what the customer will do is like typically they'll have their own use case in mind. They may have their own data. And then we're working alongside them. We're, we're working there in teams to help them build out like a proof of concept using what they've learned. And so It's a really fascinating program. Like I really, I really like it. It's it's really fun to it's really fun because we, we get to like really get embedded with the customers and we, you know, we're with it every day for you know for like five weeks and so we really understand like what their problems are and what they care about, and then 
and it's really cool to see because people will come in maybe not knowing much machine learning. And then by the end of it, those last two like capstone project weeks, they're really building out some impressive, impressive models and some impressive, impressive systems. So, um, that's, that's what the advanced solutions lab is. I, I should also say like along the way, we also sort of supplement our curriculum with tech talks. So, you know, part of our goal also is to really provide an interface for Google cloud customers and the experts at Google. So, you know, all of us on my team, like we all are, are you know, we are all passionate about teaching and we all know a lot of machine learning, but there's, you know, experts at Google who have been doing this for years and years. And so a lot of times what we'll do is once we understand like what kind of topics people are interested in, we'll bring in some researchers from Google or DeepMind or wherever to come and give a talk on that area and allow customers like, you know, ask all the questions they want and really, you know, pick their brains about some problem they've been thinking about. So what was the motivation behind Advanced Solution Lab? Like, Why was it founded? Yeah, so that's a great question. The, the idea, is, it's been around for a few years now. And I was sort of there, not at the very beginning, but, but early on. And the, and the motivation was, you know, Google has developed this expertise in building, in machine learning, in building models and productionizing models um, at scale. So, you know, I, th- I can't remember the exact number now, but I think it's something of like, you know, 8,000 or more like models in production at Google currently. And so the idea, the motivation of the ASL was like, you know, how can Google like share these, these learnings? Like we've learned so much along the way and we have this knowledge base, like how can we share that with others and, and, and provide that in a, in a meaningful way to people who want to learn the same thing, who want to be able to do machine learning like Google. And so then the idea, then what happened was, you know, people sat down and like, okay, well, like, you know, what, what is that? What is that methodology? Like, how does Google do machine learning? That's sort of like how we start on day one is like, how does Google do ML? And then, and then they built out a curriculum to be like, okay, here's, here's what we do and here's what we want to know. And, you know, we use these data sets to really illustrate, like, how do you go from a, a raw data set to a model, you know, that you've optimized and you've put into production? Like, how do you actually do that? So it's really just the, the idea of the, the motivation was just like, you know, taking those learnings over the last, you know, many years that Google has developed and outsourcing it in some way uh, to provide that for others who are interested. That's really interesting because if you think about it, I think the customer needs are evolving as well. Of course, they are evolving. But if we classify customers into two groups, like first are the technologically advanced organizations who have been doing machine learning, like for the better part of six to eight years already who have existing teams and platforms and so forth that are maybe lesser in number. And then if you talk about the industrial customers who are the industry leaders who are now onboarding the first AI initiatives and victories there, like back in 2017 and 2018, there was strong need to educate these clients as well. However, at the time, I'd argue that the big focus was on kind of the fundamental understanding on what AI is and what machine learning is, you know, a very, this kind of a macro level framework of understanding kind of AI thinking. Um, With the companies that then progressed into the AI thinking, you know, they were then able to kind of cook up their own internal AI solution ideas. But kind of now in 2021, that need has evolved because most managers working with data organizations have a fundamental understanding about what machine learning is and this kind of machine learning thinking capability. So instead, the focus is turning into the kind of the practical implementation side. So how do we train the operative teams themselves to do the self-testing, to do existing model retraining and management and basic toolkit use? 
So, you know, usually these trainings are done in project by expert organizations like Silo, but it's really cool to see that kind of Google is taking the proactive role, the proactive stance in this and actually packaging that into conceptualizing essentially the machine learning training. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point too, because like, I, you know, even from my experience in the advanced solutions lab, early on, I felt like we'd have a lot of customers come to us and it would start off with like, what is machine learning and like, what makes a good machine learning problem? And we'd spend a lot of time like doing like ML framing exercises. And a lot of it was really just getting people to understand, maybe at that time, ML was, you know, it's still pretty hyped, but like people would be like, oh, we want to do machine learning. Google does machine learning. Let's do this advanced solutions lab. And then it was a lot of education around like, yeah, but not, ML doesn't solve every problem and not every problem is suited well to like an NML problem. And then like, and beyond that, like if you have a use case in mind, like you need to like actually massage it and get it into the right format to be suitable for machine learning. You know, maybe, maybe because exactly what you're saying, you know, and back to the idea of like de democratization of, of AI in general and and now you, you see less of that, to be honest, like people come in and, and they already know the maybe the basics of machine learning and what they're wanting to learn is much more on the implementation side. And it's a lot and a lot of and like, you know, as much as we're teaching about, like, what is machine learning and how do you do machine learning the right way? It's also like, how do you do this with Google Cloud? And so, you know, there's a lot of tools available in Google Cloud to like, you know, facilitate building out any machine learning solution you want to. And so a lot of it is like that implementation aspect, like, you know, how, how do you do this? Like, how do you train at scale? Like, how do you train, how do you do distributed training effectively? Like, how do you use TPUs, right? Like, you know, what's the most effective way of doing that? Like, how do you build out these, these robust like data pipelines that you can, you can incorporate into your models to avoid training serving skew and stuff like that. And so it's, it's, it's a lot more weighted towards implementation. And also, like you mentioned, like much more to the ML ops aspect. So, the advanced solutions lab training that I just mentioned. And so our training has shifted a bit. So we have that four week intensive, like Google campus training, but we also now offer like a focused course on like ML ops. So we have an, we have an advanced solutions lab, like ML ops deep dive, which is like just a one week course. And we've had a lot of customers come through and do that where we're less about like building models and we're focusing more on, um, you know, building out ML pipelines using Kubeflow, uh, things like that, or like, like, how do you incorporate TFX and like, how do you appropriately, how do you build, you know, ML solutions using TFX? And there's been a lot of interest in that because it, it, it's like you say, it's like, there's a lot more, a lot more need for customers to understand like implementations and, and that ML ops aspect of, of building machine learning models. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something that you're particularly proud of when it comes to Advanced Solutions Lab? So any learning experiences or memories that pop into your mind from doing this work? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I sort of come to Google from a background in academia. So I, I did my PhD and postdoc and was a professor for a while. So I, I really do like teaching and I like working with people. Like I like working with people closely on these kind of problems, like really understanding like what makes them tick and like what makes their problems tick <laughs> and so you know i think the proudest thing i can say about the the advanced solutions lab is is it's kind of like you, you you meet these people on day one and sometimes like i said before like some people you know they're developers typically like they have a coding background but they may not know much machine learning and and you really you know we do these hands-on labs and we're there to like teach this concept but also like work through the labs with people to really make sure they understand these ideas. And it's really intense, <laughs> like intense in a good way. Like it, it's a, it's a full day of like instruction, you know, and like the labs are, can be pretty challenging, you know, 
and you see people and then we hit this that one module of like really advanced ML topics and and I, I remind myself these are people who maybe had no idea about <laughs> like really like advanced machine learning algorithms and then they're then we're talking about transformers and attention and they're like asking good questions and really getting it and that's and that makes me sort of proud as like an instructor and then and then like i think the the most proud achievement is like in those final weeks of the of the open projects where you really like let people loose like we're not meant to be building the thing for them like we're there i sort of think of myself as like a ta like i'm there to unblock you if you get stuck but you know the goal is for them to like be more like be self sufficient and um and it's really impressive <laughs> like i'm always really impressed and i tell the students this too it's just like every cohort it's just like I'm really impressed with what these people, what they end up building in two weeks. It's like, or in, even in a week, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a long amount of time, but it's a short amount of time. It's like a hackathon. And you're taking these people who, again, like maybe didn't know much about machine learning. They just knew the buzzwords and they knew the general ideas. And then now they're like doing everything. <laughs> like they're, they're doing it all. They're, they're building their models. They're, they're iterating, they're developing, they're like deploying, they're like <laughs> building these like systems, these complex, like real time, you know, <laughs> model system. It's like, it's like, it's really impressive to see. And I, I, I always get really proud at those, those last days. <laughs> and then we have them give a presentation, right? Like they give a presentation to like us and they give a presentation to like their stakeholders and their company. And it's just really cool to see them up there. And it's like, you know, three weeks ago, <laughs> they didn't know what a neural network was. And now they're like complaining about <laughs> or talking about how they had to struggle with like figuring the right hyperparameters for this, like, you know, all the bells and whistles. And so it's really, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lovely thing to hear. And I kind of love your enthusiasm. You know, you can tell from the sound that there's a real enthusiasm behind the uh, pedagogical side as well. So that's really cool. Um, and we are starting to reach the end of the episode. And as is customary with the inference episodes, we'd love to get your prediction of the future as well. So uh, these kind of fundamental machine learning skills are becoming, like you said, more and more democratized by the day. Um, so how do you see the next key things that will be affecting the way organizations are able to adopt machine learning principles in some of the everyday work that you do, for example, as a machine learning engineer, or that you've seen perhaps through the advanced solution lab, that these trends that would be lurking behind the horizon? I think I would, I would definitely agree that the, the bar to entry for building really sophisticated machine learning models has gotten lower. Like, you know, with, you know, I think about even like the, the evolution of like TensorFlow, like how TensorFlow has changed, you know, and like, you know, all these, you know, PyTorch, other languages, like do they really make it easy to build really sophisticated, really fancy models really quickly, really easily. And so maybe this, I don't think is anything new. Like, I think, I think uh, to say, like, I think be, like, as you mentioned, like this, this is sort of this democratization of AI in general. It's just lowering the bar for being able to, to build these sophisticated models. And I think what people are finding is the difficult part is in maintaining those models, right? Like the ML ops aspects, like, you know, you see that building a model is pretty straightforward and like optimizing a model. Um, and I think like there's a real pain point for a lot of companies that are growing, you know, and like, you know, as they're going from like individual developers uh, to like, you know, maybe, you know, expanding, like they have like data science teams, now they have ML engineering teams. And sometimes in those stages of growing in those the, these, these pain points sort of point to like where where these new tools are being developed that we're going to ease that workflow. 
And you can kind of already see this already. Like, you know, everyone sort of has developed their ML infrastructure, like TFX or, or whatever it might be. And like even in Google Cloud Platform, you see there's a huge push in like being able to provide all those ML ops aspects, like, you know, feature stores and like, you know, model monitoring, all that kind of stuff. And adding in explainability into your into your deployed models. So it's just like, I don't think it's anything new, but it just seems like, yeah, there's a lot more focus in maintaining and deploying and operationalizing models. And and people are learning and appreciating more and more that like building a really good model isn't so, so difficult, but actually making that model useful is the hard part. And like getting it to be functional is, is a challenge. Michael Mund of Google, thank you so much for coming on. And for anyone listening, I do encourage you to uh, search out Advanced Solutions Lab. Um, there's a good website about that with plenty of information about the four-week program that's going through. And with that, thanks once again for coming on. And for anyone listening, have a great day.